Welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. Guys, this summer needs to be over. It's, yeah. It's been going on forever. What's wrong with it? It's just hot and gross out. Oh, like, it was nice today. I went, I went for a long walk and then shat, sat in the... <laughs> sat in the <laughs> no, sh- no, no. You admitted, you admitted uh, what you <laughs> Sat in the shade was the phrase I was trying to say, but the ver- the uh, vowels got mixed up. I sat in the shade at the park reading comic books, and then in my backyard playing Pokemon and listening to a podcast. I think it's- this may be a crazy thing I'm about to say, but I feel like <laughs> if you're working, the heat gets to you more than if you're not. Mm. Like- yeah. I, even though I'm in my house and I have air conditioning, like, I worked all day, and then if I have to go outside to, like, take out the trash can or whatever, it's just like, ugh, this on top of everything else. If I'm ever, like, just sitting but working on, like, an art project, I will get so overheated. It's horrible. Oh, man. Every time we do this podcast when I leave, my mm-hmm. shirt is soaked in sweat. Yeah, me too. Also. <laughs> why? How? <laughs> it angers up the weird. blood. That's why. I guess. Yeah. Is it a yelling <laughs> thing? Yeah. Probably. I don't know I, what that means. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Does it take a whole lot of energy to talk loud? I guess... So, I was always very exhausted after doing plays in college. (laughs) That involves, like, moving around, too, though. Yeah, that's true. I remember one time after we did Complete Works of William Shakespeare Abridged, and that's, like, (laughs) the most physically exerting thing you can do as a human, uh, somebody came up and hugged me, and I heard my shirt squish. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Oh, God. I was there when you did a revival of that my freshman year. Yes, that was, that was a that was a fun show. <sighs> yep, better well, times. I boy, I'm sorry, I got distracted because uh, we've already rolled our random subreddits, and mine and Matt's are extremely bad. Uh, yeah, but so Lisa's is the one we always do anyway, <laughs> so that's fine. Uh, I'm just, just looking at the sidebar, getting a headache. Jeff, you're you're really breaking the kayfabe <laughs> on this, though. Yeah, I don't think you'll be, ex- be excited about mine, though. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, I'm way more excited about yours than I am about either of ours. Uh, oh, man, this is a great teaser for the audience for 45 fucking minutes from now. And we yeah, it's not a teaser at all because the subreddit we chose oh, yes. is the title of the episode. They That's already true, know. No, that oh, means that now they're so curious what yours and mine are. Oh, oh right. That's whenever, true. Whenever somebody puts up the title of their podcast and it's like, uh, I love cheeseburgers or whatever, and then they start talking about fast food. You're like, oh, when is somebody gonna say it? Oh man, I spent uh, I I every episode of My Brother, My Brother and Me and Jordan Jesse Go waiting for them to do the title drop. Except mm-hmm. for the past year or two in Mabim Bam, they've given the episodes titles that are not exactly said in the episode. Yeah, I was gonna mm-hmm. say they really punch like up that. their jokes later, and that is mm-hmm. no fair. It's not yep. okay. <laughs> 
I'm really happy that our format makes it so we never have to come up with episode titles, because I feel uh, like that yes. would be a very challenging thing to do. I'm very pleased with that for a creepypodsta also, and I got a little taste of how much of a challenge it is when I had to come up with titles for the mini-episodes I put on Patreon. I'm like, oh, oh my yes. god, all these damn things. <laughs> Uh, yep. Can you just make it a pun where you put boo in there somewhere? <laughs> well, oh, for, oh, no. They were mini, mini episodes of this show. Creepypodsta right. is always just the <laughs> name of the story. You just put the word fart in there somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You got it. <laughs> oh, man. For one second, I was like, oh, yeah, you could you could name this mini, mini-sode a pun where you put fart in there, but we are actually recording the podcast now. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We only spent 15 15 minutes before we started talking about nothing. Matt, Listen. what did you do online this week? Okay. <laughs> well, so. in the past four days, because we're recording yeah, early. True. No, you're breaking this... k all over the place. Stop it. <laughs> this, yeah, no, condensed, it. this condensed recording schedule has made it that I'm kind of reaching, and we're going to rehash a little bit, but I've been playing uh, Octopath Traveler, which Louisa <laughs> talked about last week. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's good, right? I just and... I ordered that from my library so that I can give it a shot, too. <laughs> and I'm experiencing this thing thing where as soon as I started playing it, I was pretty sure that it was going to be like 100% my jam and Mm -hmm. really love it. And I do. I am loving it. And I'm very nervous that yeah, I'm very (laughs) nervous that this love will is so fragile. I remember like we talked about last week with the SNES when when I was a kid and like the excitement I had for games and I haven't had that in a long time and I have that a little bit with this game but I just know like if somebody tells me about a good part that's coming up or like if somebody says something about this character does this thing like i'm it's definitely gonna ruin it for me and so now i'm so terrified yeah that this game is going to shatter in front of me and it's a it's a very off-putting thing but it is a great game yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm having trouble because i'm at a point where the game has handled it very aptly it's um uh made the enemies just slightly harder than i want them to be which is <laughs> i like i can handle it but i have to use strategy i don't yep. want to do that <laughs> i just want to <laughs> grind through them and get rid of them and it's starting to drive me insane well you can i mean the the enemies only get more powerful as you recruit new party members, right? Uh, no, as you level up, the level of the field where you might encounter enemies also raises. I thought it was tied to the number of party members. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I will like say, when games do that. I mean, it's fine, but they're like every time I get attacked, like I don't want to run away because I want the experience, but ugh, there's four of them, four of these frog warriors. <laughs> I hate this. The thing that the thing that makes it very annoying is the fact that you get bonuses at the end of the battle for doing things perfectly, like not getting hit or like breaking the enemy's defense and stuff. And yep. uh, and I want to be able to get that on every single fight. <laughs> yeah, that's and I do okay. <laughs> I do okay, but the fa- I can't do it on every fight because. Like you say, the enemies keep getting harder. Yeah. I will say one one quick thing is uh, I started the game choosing... uh, Did you say, Louisa, last week that you chose to be the merchant to start? Yeah, Tressa. Yes. Yeah. I chose to be the huntress to start. Um, And have you gotten to the huntress part yet, Louisa? I'm about to, but no. I have four party members, but not her yet. Okay. I don't want to ruin anything in this game. I don't think I will. I hope that this isn't going to make you feel... Oh, no. Is this going to be the thing? that breaks my fragile interest in this game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Like, I was waiting to find out if that character died. I can't believe you told me. <laughs> no, the, the, the character of the Huntress and all the people in the village that she's from. So all the different villages have, like, different um, dialects, I guess. Like, Cockney and, like, you know, right. Oxford English, stuff like that. The one that the the huntress <laughs> speaks, saying like, "Hath thou foundest the 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 boweth of the whatever," and like because the first party member you get, you play exclusively in their village for the first like hour of the game. I was like, yeah. "Fuck me! Is this whole game going to be people talking <laughs> like this?" God uh, that's damn delightful. it! <laughs> but it's not. But that- every time she comes out in battle, she's always like, "Let me knocketh my bow," and I'm like, "Are you not embarrassed for yourself?" Fucking cut it out. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Dragon Quest got to me a bit with that when I was playing Dragon Quest Builders so much. Because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they like, there, do that. <laughs> there was a people like, when they first brought Dragon Quest to the US, they translated everything like that, the princess being like, but thou must, and all that stuff. Yeah. And then later, they were like, that's bad, so we're gonna translate it like, pretty much leave it how it is, but translate it to English. And then for Dragon Quest Builders, they were like, let's go back to that old bad translation, <laughs> because that was actually pretty fun. They, and they like, for really, the DS ones, too, I think. They really do it correctly, though. Like, they're not yeah. just saying hast all the time. Like, they've also, they use hearken, like, correctly. Like, they use all the words. They really had somebody go in there who knew <laughs> what they were talking about. It's kind of ridiculous. I will say, though, like, people know that normal people didn't really talk like that all the time back in those days, right? No, I think like, people are very stupid and don't read anything about history, and they do think that people talk They like just that. watch fucking, you know, Gladiator or whatever, and they're like, this is how ancient Rome was. Like They read those Thor comics that make me so angry. Oh, man. <laughs> what? I don't understand at yeah. all. Why does Thor talk like Old yeah. English, like, ugh, he's not from there. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty <laughs> funny then. though. It's so weird. Yeah, it's terrible. That's- I genuinely like if they. I don't understand. I'm. I forgot how angry I was about this. <laughs> I think it's because uh, the makers were dumb people who didn't know anything about history and they believed that that's how it was, right? Yeah, but to be like, okay, so because he's from ancient times, let's pick a way people used to talk somewhere in the world and that'll be good enough. Like, yeah. it's the different time, it's a different place, it's a different <laughs> ethnic group. Like, it's so crazy. Do you think they know that, though? Because maybe they don't. Oh, man. How could you not? Did they confuse Thor with Beowulf? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, has Beowulf appeared in Marvel Comics yet? I feel like they mine uh, all those old mythologies for a lot of stuff. I feel like there uh, would have been one character who died out in the 70s who was called Beowulf because he turned into a wolf or something, right? Yeah, they love probably. to do that, don't they? I know that Gilgamesh was Hercules' roommate recently, and that oh, DC has God. a sci-fi Beowulf. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <clears throat> the fact that Hercules is now a character in comic books is so stupid to me. Now? It it's been since, like, the 70s, since yeah, around Thor times. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, I feel like there was a period where everyone was ashamed about it. And like, yeah. oh, yeah, actually, that was a bad and stupid idea. And then they brought it back, and they're like, we're gonna make it cool. You didn't, though. You didn't, because it's Hercules, you assholes. No. When I Hercules, to Hercules comics are good. in a comic, all I can think Ugh. of is Truckules from uh, <laughs> Brothers, which is a Hercules man whose torso is a truck. 
Yeah. Yes. If if the Hercules comics were written by the guys who do Transformers comics. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I would I great. I'm willing to bet that some of those 80s Marvel Transformers comics have Hercules in them because they did crossovers with the Marvel <laughs> universe. <laughs> yeah, the Her- just ugh. having Hercules, I mean, it's bad enough that like Wonder Woman just is an, a Greek god and knows all the Greek gods and hangs out with them and it's like you can't you know you can't do that, right? Right? That doesn't, like, doesn't that break their universe constantly? <laughs> like, fucking mm. the Joker can't win if <laughs> Zeus is around, and like, <laughs> no, actually, you shouldn't. <laughs> well, keep in mind, in, like, the Greek ones, that doesn't break it for me, because all of them hang out in heaven getting drunk all the time and do not solve the problems of regular people. I guess, but then you're setting up a world where Batman, if his bat computer fails, could be like, I guess I'll sacrifice an ox to Apollo and see if that <laughs> solves the problem. Like, if Batman is go is the most prepared and, like, best at doing everything in this universe, which he canonically is, then he must use those avenues also. Listen, they do address me- this sometimes. If you told me there was a storyline where Batman's like, oh no, the Batmobile broke down and I don't know what broke to do. Broke its wheel and the yeah, Joker got exactly. away. And Wonder <laughs> it's, Woman's it's like, it's two days before Christmas. <laughs> and then Batman did pray and then like Hermes showed up to pull the Batmobile super fast and it was hilarious. If you told me that was a real comic plot line, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yes. I would genuinely enjoy that. <laughs> But it's so dumb. It just makes... It's all dumb, Matt. It's fun dumb. You have to just be okay with things being dumb. I just don't understand, like, okay, this is the same universe where the Green Lantern is a space policeman. Yeah. So does Zeus exist on all those other planets, too? No, what? Has its own Zeus. He's yeah, not a like, Mormon. They just have their own gods. But then why is he limited to Earth? If he's a god, why Earth? Uh, he needs to breathe oxygen to stay alive. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, it just doesn't make sense. And, like, the same thing with the the Norse gods in Marvel, I guess, but they make them seem more like they were just very good aliens that got confused for gods, which is very slightly less upsetting to me. Yeah. Okay, you want it, you want it to sort of, like, see, I would have assumed before this conversation that the, the Asgardians were more upsetting to you because they're not gods, they're just like magic aliens. I mean, I would read a comic that was about the actual Asgardian gods, and I think that would be cool, but I guess my point is, if you're going to put gods in your universe where superheroes are, then the first issue of it has to be all the superheroes being like, well, I guess I quit, because now everyone can just pray instead of having me, Blue Beetle, come and save them. (laughs) Well, the the wish-granting gods like Jehovah aren't usually addressed. Well, all of the gods were wish-granting gods at one point. I mean... There is a reason why there were temples and priestesses and all of these things to the ancient Greek gods, is if you sacrificed to them, they would give you stuff. Yeah, sure, but, like, it's it's supposed to be the world outside your window. So back in history when they were doing that, none of it worked, so it wouldn't work now either. Well, then, well, then yeah, why- but if you're gonna show them as being real, then what's your justification? They just Yeah, don't then care. what a bunch of assholes! <laughs> yes! Do you know, you studied classic mythology. Yes, all the gods are huge assholes. Yeah, but- 
Yes. I hear what you're saying, but it just doesn't make sense. It kind of undercuts the plot of a superhero comic if people are like, oh my god, please save my son. And uh, the gods are like, nah, (laughs) let's just do whatever we want. Yeah, Yeah, well, that's the point of superheroes, is they're there to help people because the gods won't. And the the sort of indifference of the universe is made explicit if you actually include some of real-world gods in your story. What would be an amazing story? story would be if, like, Zeus and Apollo and, like, uh, Demeter or whatever were hanging out, and they're like, no one ever talks about us anymore. Why don't we become superheroes? <laughs> yeah. And they put on superhero costumes, and then they just, like, are better than the real superheroes, and they're like, hang up your cape, Superman. Not only am I omnipotent, but also I can shoot lightning bolts at you. <laughs> I would love to see that as a Justice League storyline. <laughs> the Justice and- League versus the gods. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The Justice League versus is Olympia. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Or they'd be called like the Olympus League or something. <laughs> All right, Louisa, what did you do online this week? I got mad about this new Shira, which looks so bad. Opinions? Oh, yes. Uh, I, I tweeted about it, so you know my opinion. But basically, I, I also think it looks bad, but not in the way that everyone is complaining about online. I have, I, have, yes. I have always enjoyed Noelle Stevenson's work, and I don't care about Shira at all. I believe I've said on this show, uh, I think I called her He-Man's wife, and that's not <laughs> yeah. accurate. Uh, I don't no. care about He-Man or the masters of the universe, and if She-Ra is a master of the universe, uh, that includes her. Okay, that's kind of the crux of why I'm mad, because uh, I've heard a million takes, and they are all, oh, only creepy old men who watched the original or didn't watch the original, depending on how this person is angry. Uh, They're the only ones who care about it not being the same as the old one. We all know, we meaning everyone who's a good person in the world, that the new (laughs) one looks like the best thing that ever happened, ever, and will be an amazing TV show. And no, no thank you, it looks bad, and I'm not one of those creepy old men, and I watched the original, and the creator of this new one wasn't even born for five years until after the original came out, so fuck that. She doesn't understand it. I just, I'm a little bit upset because it's such a great opportunity to have, like, if if you're going to reinvent the character anyway, it would be so cool to have She-Ra be like an actual female He-Man where she's like <laughs> super beefy, like just a giant muscle beast who's like <laughs> plowing through with a giant sword and like, you know, like a huge Amazonian warrior thing. But instead they're like, well, we're not going to make her sexy like she used to be, but we're also not going to make her realistic and cool. Instead, we're going to make her look like a little boy. Yeah, I guess? that kills me. And also, I tweeted about this, but uh, why is there the idea that what kids really want to see is other kids? Because kids don't fucking want to see that. Kids want to believe that they you didn't into- You didn't want to see that, but other yeah. kids, yes, obviously Bullshit. wanted to see other kids. No, they don't! They want to see grown-ups because they want to believe that they're sophisticated. They want to no. think they're and they want to stories for grown-ups, which they aren't. And, and they want to pretend to be grown-ups when they yes. play their games. Yeah. I don't think that's true because the big p- cartoons right now are like yeah, Steven Universe right and now. Adventure Time. Fine, but think about when you were a child. Did you? But want wait, to hold on, pl- hold on, hold when on. When you were on. eight, did hold- you want to pretend to be a fourteen-year-old? No. 
I'd like to point out that Steven Universe and Adventure Time may be popular with kids, but they're not for kids. Yeah. Yes, they are. If you get enjoyment out of them, that is I incidental. No, I just had this conversation the other day about Steven Universe. The, the thing about Steven Universe that's very interesting is that it obviously is appropriate for kids, and it has that format of ki- kids shows that we are familiar with where, you know, there's a challenge that is overcome and it teaches you a lesson about things. But the lessons that Steven Universe teaches are absolutely not applicable to a child's life and only applicable to the adults that like the show. I think that you have it backwards and it is for children and the enjoyment adults get out of it is because it is also appropriate for adults rather than it being for adults and incidentally appropriate for children. But the plot lines, the interpersonal relationships, and especially the morals are absolutely outside of the grasp of a child. Yeah, I I barely Think that's like, the case. It's real stupid. <laughs> when it comes to like the nuanced differences between like doing something to help somebody because you want to feel good about yourself versus doing something to help somebody because you actually want to help them, and how one of them actually doesn't make you a good person, that's a huge undercurrent of that show. And like, I guarantee, I barely can understand that, <laughs> and I'm an adult. Yeah, I agree. I also think Steven Universe is a little bit of a Emperor Has No Clothes situation where. Like, I watch it and I enjoy it, but people talk about how amazing it is. Is it? Would I care if all those characters just died in the next episode? Is it? <laughs> like, no, I wouldn't. Uh, That's I don't pretty know. good. When people talk I mean, about I don't the like, emotional uh, impact it has, are you kidding me? I don't well, like don't it as feelings, much as Adventure Time, though. but. <laughs> Louisa, you don't have feelings like a yeah. human does. Yeah, I sure don't. Also, <laughs> Rose Quartz is the biggest bitch in the whole world, and I can't get over what a terrible person she is. It's and every new revelation about her is how she's more and more terrible. It's interesting, though, because I like the fact that Rose Quartz is a send-up of the concept of a Mary Sue, where, like, I mean, she's obviously, like, since the beginning, part of it was that the Crystal Gems are sort of a play on the Sailor Moon trope, Mm. uh, and, like, the idea of this leader woman whose power is love and who loves everything, and so, like, she has to be perfect and wonderful and everyone likes her, but then, in reality, if somebody was like that, like Rose Quartz is, they kind of suck. Yeah, she's like, very yeah. selfish. She only wants yeah. to do what she would like to do and fuck everyone in her entire life. Yeah, she's like she's like if a manic pixie dream girl was in real life and yes. how much everyone would be like that person is awful and I hate them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I that's that's the sort of stuff that like it, the show doesn't make me cry, but the fact that they are willing to write a character that complex into a show that is ostensibly for children, whether you agree if it actually is or not, uh, is a matter of debate. But the fact that they are willing to write someone who, you know, the whole first half of the show is about how great this person is, and the whole second half of the show is actually about how uh, people are pretty glad she's dead because she was awful. And also about how damaging it is that everyone thought she was great for so long. <laughs> yep. like, that kind of thing is what makes me real. Like, I I agreed with you for the first, like, two or three seasons. I was like, oh, this is a kid's show. But And maybe it just evolved over time, but a lot of the stuff was sewn even 
even back at the beginning and like, yeah, like, I don't think it's for kids because that kind of stuff, thinking somebody is so good that they have no flaws, actually being a bad thing is a very difficult thing to wrap your head around as a as a human being interacting with other humans. Yeah, I think that stuff imprints on kids, though. Like, well, it's the type of thing where if you were watching it from age 8 to 12 or whatever, then you'll hit 20 and have that stuff like in the coding of your now finishing forming brain. This is what I want to get at to tie it back to Shira. People say like, well, the original had no like real morals or anything. It was like, oh, we'll just solve this through teamwork. And we did like it was basically a nothing show. (laughs) And they're like, oh, look at shows now. now that tell you how to like learn how to manage your anger or whatever. I don't think that's actually true. That's what they do in a fake feel-good way. I don't think that's actually helping anybody. I don't think Steven Universe is helping any kids work or anything. <laughs> I think it helped me as an adult work through, through some things, but I think you're right that <laughs> as, like, when kids watch it, they're like, oh man, Steven Universe's gem powers are so cool, and, like, they just want to talk about who would win in fights, and, like, yeah. I mean, when I that's say kids, fine. I'm also including, uh, like, 20-year-old nerds online who are, like, coming up with their own gem sonas and not understanding that that's antithetical to the point of the show. (laughs) So, um, I, there, this has been happening recently, a bunch. Uh, the largest example is probably the Disney's, uh, revival of the Star Wars franchise. But another almost identical example to the She-Ra thing is the Thundercats reboot that is coming out yeah, soon. Yep. Yeah. The yep. second Thundercats reboot, because they rebooted it in 2011 to be exactly what all the people who are complaining about the new reboot wanted, but they didn't watch it, and so it got canceled after one season um but the this thundercats reboot i like people were mad about it and i saw them being mad about it and i saw people rightly being like why are you mad about this thundercats was awful with the she-ra thing i haven't seen anyone being mad that she-ra looks different and also yeah, that's the thing i've seen a million takes about how oh only assholes are mad i have not seen one person who's mad yeah, this is a it's a situation yeah. where like I only know that people are mad because I'm being told by other people that other people are mad. And also to my uh eye of someone who only knows She-Ra from like the vaguest image, that new one pretty much looks like the same thing. It's the same thing, right? No, it's really not. It's just because it's honestly just because she doesn't look like an adult person. And that like that's troubling to me. The idea that (laughs) this universe is that is setting up is cool with having like space wars being fought by 12 year old girls. Yeah. And also it was Shira, the princess of power was the original. And this is Shira and the princesses of power. So it's just going to be another fucking Steven Universe, isn't it? Oh, this is yeah. the princess of this kingdom. She has this power. This one's from this kingdom. She has a fuck. Oh, I, oh fuck that off. sounds like Adventure Time to me. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> this also, is I'm this is an example <laughs> an example of a preboot that I was tweeting about earlier today. It is serving as a prequel to the original while also being a totally new continuity reboot that updates it for modern times. That's fine, but can we not have any more where the fucking star of the show is a fourteen year old? Also, I'm looking at these images for the new Thunder now and it is bad and the people who don't like it are right <laughs> <laughs> the the i don't i disagree with the choice
choice of animation style, but then I watched the intro, and the animation is incredible. It looks gorgeous in motion, even if the style is kind of like, oh, okay, cool. That's, I, you know, kind of generic. I feel about this the way that I feel about 8-bit pixel graphics. I guess not 8-bit. <laughs> pixel graphics in games, because, like, yeah, it is, it's easier to draw things that aren't, like, look that don't look like people and instead look like <laughs> Sunday morning cartoons. Er, yeah, yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> If a, this if, is the laziest <laughs> shit I've ever seen in my life. If a simple blobby art style lets, lets the animation look good, though, I'm willing to let it slide, because the original Thundercats had these really cool action character designs, but that's where they spent all of the money, and then the actual animation of the show was, like, very bad. Yeah, like, it didn't look good. I think that's fine for kids' stuff, because when you think back, like, we were talking last week about reading the, um, the little booklet for a video game and, like, imagining all those characters as they looked in the booklet. Like, <laughs> you don't have to imagine when it's a cartoon. They could just make it look good. No, that's the thing, though. The character designs were cool enough for you to imagine them doing all the great things. Oh, if the character designs look bad, why do you care to imagine about them? Yeah. Is my point. Shira's outfit is terrible. She looks like those gymnasts who have, like, super muscular little bodies, but then they just put them in spandex and are like, and uh, we're gonna put a skirt on top because you're a girl. And it's like, no, you're still wearing weird muscular uh, bike shorts. Yep. Yeah. It's weird. I'm usually not the, like, the the flip side to this conversation is, that's fine. I haven't really thought about She-Ra in 20 (laughs) years. Yeah, but it wasn't for you. This is is my main problem. It wasn't for you. It was for me. It was not for someone born in 1991. This She-Ra isn't for you, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The old She-Ra is for you, and it's on Netflix. You could just go watch it. Yeah, and also, I can say this new one is bad. I am allowed to do that, and it is bad. Yeah, you can, but it's also not for you. Yeah, but there's no reason it needs to be Shira because you've changed the whole premise. You can say the premise is weak. That's fine. It was weak. But <laughs> then why bother making it a Shira show? That's not what you be- wanted to make. Because executives don't give money to things that aren't tied to an existing brand, even if the new thing is unlike the existing brand entirely. Ugh, that's true. I also like wish that that new Voltron isn't really like Voltron very much, but they've called it Voltron because that's how they could get it greenlit. <laughs> I wish there wasn't so much overcorrection for things that are like, this show's for girls, so we have to make sure all the characters look androgynous, so it won't give girls a bad body image. You're like, you're overcorrecting. That's weird. Stop doing that. Yeah, it's it's strange how, like, in the 80s, every female cartoon character looked the same way, and it made everyone be like, oh, women's body images are bad, and so now the answer to that is to make them all look the same way yeah. another way. Yeah. Mm, I like how Steven Universe addresses this. That's some of true. them some of them are fat and some of them are slim and some of them are tall and some of them are short. Yeah, but they're all ugly. <laughs> like <laughs> when you get down to it. Yeah, they're all ugly. Not well, on the inside where it counts in their hearts, except Rose Quartz, who has the <laughs> ugliest heart imaginable, because yeah. she's a very bad person. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think this ties back to what Jeff was saying earlier about, like, I'm willing, like, I think that Steven Universe is not a very uh, aesthetically pleasing show, but I'm willing yeah. to forgive it because I feel like it is intelligently written, and the story and characters are very interesting, um, and the reason that, I, and like, Jeff said he would forgive it for good animation. I don't give a shit about good animation. I'll like it if the writing is good, and it won't be for this uh, <laughs> this Thundercats reboot. I promise you. Yeah, 
it might be. I think it that Mumra, <laughs> Mumra. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, Thundercats is hard. Uh, the twenty, the twenty eleven reboot. I watched a couple episodes. It was like you know pretty good. Yeah, uh, I mean that might be good, but I just don't see how you the the only good story elements of the original Thundercats, which I watched all of when I was a kid and loved. Oof. Like they wouldn't, they couldn't work with this animation style. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I yeah. will say the new Shira will probably be well written though. Um, mm. I I trust that showrunner, even if you don't like her art style. Uh, she's a good writer. I guess we'll see. Well, you'll see. I probably won't see. <laughs> I probably won't watch it either. I do not care about Shira. I still don't, even after this long conversation about Shira. Yep. Somebody should make a He-Man reboot where he's just very gay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need that. You already have the original. Yeah, that wasn't. You don't have to reboot it for that. <laughs> yeah, just take that subtext and make it text. Yeah, you just do that. Um, uh, uh, that uh, fucking four non blonde song. Fuck. <laughs> you What's just up? Do that video. Yeah. The oh right. Demon. Yes. But this you is play uh, that behind the entire episode. This is the segment where Louisa describes a meme badly. Yeah. Yes. Leave the but meme describing purpose. to the expert. I was trying I, to say. What's up? But then I couldn't remember because that song has the dumbest name and you'll never remember it. Yep. I would like for a scene, if there was a He-Man reboot, for there to be a scene where he is just sitting in his, like, castle or wherever he lives. Uh, uh, you know his... where he lives because you had it as a child. Yes, fine. His <laughs> base, uh, and he's wearing just his little Speedo like he does, and, like, Orko or somebody is rubbing oil on him while he's, like, just watching TV waiting for a fight to start. <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. You, you can go write joke, this- that's what they're gonna make. <laughs> you can go write this He-Man erotic anytime you want, Matt. <laughs> but who will make it? And will it be animated in a bad blobby style? That's the will, problem. Will He-Man be in this new She-Ra? Uh, they barely crossed over for the original show, so I don't know. Wasn't the connection something like She-Ra had met Battle Cat before or something? It was no, like- no, no, that is dumb. <laughs> This is why you you don't even you don't even remember Matt why we were so disgusted with Jeff for saying Shira was uh, his wife because they're brother and sister oh, but yes. she was kidnapped as a child by Hordak and uh, that's why <laughs> like that's conveniently why they didn't know they were related oh, until but Hordak did, but didn't they I guess it was Hordak when- was Skeletor's mentor so Hordak is the Star Wars bounty hunterist ass name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> But when they met for the first time, the reason that He-Man knew he could trust her is because Battle Cat was like, like, yeah. liked her because he remembered her as a baby. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yes. Is She-Ra related to Mumra? Is Mumra uh, She-Ra's mom? <laughs> oh, <What>? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he Mumra is She-Ra's name. stepmom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What if Mumra is Shira from the future after she died, coming oh back my to God. punish He-Man? This it all is a comes great together. Idea. This is another the reboot. Is another <laughs> reboot where we're turning the mummy into a woman. Damn. <laughs> SJW. Alright, Jeff, what did you do online this week? Uh, my thing is surprisingly similar to Louisa's, so it's gonna be pretty much along the it same lines. It can't be lines. that similar if you don't care about Shira. <laughs> uh, today I read an article, a, 
on Kotaku titled, We Tried to Uncover the Long-Lost American Sailor Moon and Found Something Incredible. They tried, the company that made Power Rangers in 1993, I believe, tried to make an American version of Sailor Moon where the teenager parts were live action and the Sailor Moon parts were animated. Oh, oh um, God. And oh, no. It's been rumored for about 20 years that a 17-minute pilot exists, and spoilers for the article, they don't find the pilot, but they go to the president of the production company and find a different pilot for a show that nobody knew existed that was made five years after this initial pilot that rips off the concept of Sailor Moon but changes all of the things so it's an original property called Team Angel. Uh-huh. About four teen, uh, I guess so teen this is girls. The Fifty Shades of Grey to Sailor Moon's. Uh, yeah, Twilight. sort of. <laughs> the like intro segment for the Sailor Moon show exists and it's been shown, but no one can find the pilot. And it's like a two and a half minute song uh, where it's like cutting between. It looks fake. It looks like an <laughs> Adult Swim parody of a '90s kids TV show. Is how bad it is. It's got like these twenty five year old women pretending to be teenagers wearing like jazzercise outfits and doing the most like disco dancing and like mugging for the camera teen activities with lyrics like sometimes she's a fun loving 16 year old girl sailor sailor moon sometimes she's a superhero for the world sailor sailor moon it's wild remember how in like everything in the 80s and early 90s there was those women wearing the spandex like one piece bathing suits basically that had the big old like single panel of fabric up the front you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Yes. Vaguely. I feel like that was supposed to be a sexy thing but I can't imagine anyone finding that even remotely sexy. It's less sexy than if they just wore a bag (laughs) or like a sheet ghost. Well that's because in most contexts where you you have seen that they are also wearing like the opaquest shiniest uh, pantyhose underneath. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> I'm thinking of, uh, specifically about the scene from Star Trek: The Next Generation where uh, Doctor Crusher and uh, Counselor Troy are like doing jazzercise together while Crusher is <laughs> yes. talking about how great the sex is with that alien slug. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. Of course. <laughs> Okay, I've sent you... (laughs) I can't believe that scene I described is 100% exactly the thing I just said. God, My I hate favorite Star episode Trek. of Dr. Crusher was the one where she was like, fuck off, Enterprise, I'm gonna live with this Scottish ghost that I have sex with for the rest of my life. Yeah, Isn't that I, what Outlander is about? I feel like that was a backdoor pilot where they were like, could we spin Dr. Crusher off into her own show? Spin Dr. Crusher? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Awesome. It could be her and then like two princes <laughs> could be the theme song. Your DJ name match. <laughs> uh, so, it, it works oh, in man. three different it's ways. Such, it's such a good trivia team name for bar trivia. Oh, that's oh, true. Man. So I've sent you a single animation cell from American Sailor Moon. <laughs> and God, it's miserable to look at. Yes. Uh, it looks like it's been drawn by someone who it's their first time drawing ever and they've never seen a human before. It just looks uh, like somebody somehow photoshopped out the middle of her head. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, so her eyes are two different sizes. She's wearing a necklace that goes over top of her hair for some reason. <laughs> and one of her boobs just sort of <laughs> doesn't, doesn't. It just isn't yeah. there. It wraps all the way around in a very <laughs> upsetting sort of way. The proportions of her head are such that her eyes are sort of on the middle of her cheeks a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It looks very much like the Zelda cartoon. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, it's like someone recolored Princess Zelda from that okay. cartoon. Is the pink ribbon that this star is presumably hanging on wrapped around her hair? Yeah, that's yes. what Jeff just said. You're not paying attention. <laughs> that that she's wearing a necklace that goes over her hair for some reason. But the hair is, like, solid, I guess. It doesn't move. It, it's not compacted at all by this weight hanging on it. I guess not. Yeah. Um, so the full intro to this, uh, the like opening sequence, I guess that would probably be shortened to thirty seconds for the Jeff, actual show. If you're about to read all of the lyrics no, to that no, song. Absolutely I'm not. Quit this show forever. Uh, someone has found the script to it and the uh, intro leaked, but no one found the full pilot. And then this other one got made, and everyone forgot about it. They made in 1998, Team Angel. Uh, which also just has an intro segment where there's some children playing in front of a train and some Greek goddesses in a hot tub somewhere else are watching them through some kind of magic portal. And oh, they're they stealing see their idea for gods not caring about Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it all comes back together. Then the uh, train starts coming, and so they get up and they're like, we have to go transform, and they do their transformation Wait, sequence oh, and laser it. the train into stopping. I really, really, really was hoping that you were going to say they get hit by the train and become angels and that's how they're teen angels. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, I would love it. How oh, did that man. kid die in that uh, I want to say TGIF show Teen Angel? Yeah, I think he had like food poisoning or something. That sounds weird. One of the character, one of the actresses in this Team Angel show looks almost exactly like the, the one who played the goth lady on NCIS until like this year. And I think she's the right age to have been in a, a failed pilot in 1998, <laughs> but I don't know for sure that it's her. Uh, so Marty DiPolo, the titular Teen Angel, dies from eating a six-month-old hamburger. Oh, Amazing. That's oh. literally a Futurama plot. <laughs> yes. Ugh, god damn it. So, TGIF. the Ugh. main character, the main character is just a kid. His friend is the one who's dead, who's now a teen angel to help him or whatever. He yes. killed his friend, apparently. <laughs> yes, he dared his friend to eat a six-month-old hamburger. Yeah, so, so now he's cursed. Oh, he's being haunted. <laughs> so it's not an angel <laughs> uh -huh. as much as a haunting. <laughs> Uh, I've I've put in a gif from Team Angel here, and this one looks even more fake than the Sailor Moon one. <laughs> it looks like a joke someone made. They look like the Fantas. Yes, they do. <laughs> oh, yes, true. <laughs> uh, it's just like this this show I want to see because it looks fun bad. Yeah, it, it looks. I, I'm going to say this with love. I've never watched the show. I know a lot of people have a lot of affection for it. It looks like something out of Xena Warrior Princess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, definitely that era. It's the level of both special effects and terrible film quality that makes me think of Xena. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The like blown out colors where everything's neon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that, man. that crossover between '80s and '90s style. <laughs> Yeah. Even though it's 1998. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it's definitely 80s, 90s style. The yep. idea of trying to make a basically ancient, like, Greek and Roman fashions out of, like, rayon. 
it's it's a bold idea but it just doesn't work on literally any level nope oh that was the thing uh the american sailor moon reboot also included that like weird early 90s burger king kids club style diversity mm. where yeah. sailor moon was white and then they had a brunette and a, a black girl and then uh sailor one of them is a redhead in a wheelchair and when they become animated sailor scouts her wheelchair becomes a rocket ship wheelchair oh okay yeah i know how i feel about it and it's very entertained at how bad of an idea it is <laughs> I appreciate the attempt at inclusiveness of differently abled people, but I just... How could you write an episode with that character in it that didn't in some way hinge on how hard it would be to be a superhero in a rocket wheelchair? Yeah, there's ways to represent disability that aren't... um, you know, putting an able-bodied actress in a wheelchair for half of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, boy. Or in some way enacting the fantasy, like, what if your wheelchair wasn't a hindrance? Listen, yeah. let's get right down to it, guys. Rockets are just not the best way to propel a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. If you had, like, propellers, dangerous. it could hover... At least rockets, they they have a unidirectional thrust. You'd yeah. be like, okay, I'm gonna turn on my rocket wheelchair, and then you would just go up. How many science dipshits die every year in <laughs> Salt Lake while they're trying to use their rocket power in the cars they built? Yep. Uh, I do think that in general, the idea of like a transforming superhero where their untransformed state is struggling with a disability is can be executed well. Oh, Jim, because- I forgot that you were a huge fan of the TV show Mantis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a huge fan of that time when Flash Thompson was Venom in the Spider-Man comics. Uh, enough time has passed since the 60s when that character was invented and continuity happened to him that now he's a disabled veteran, so they gave him the Venom suit and it kind of balanced like, ooh, he's addicted to this evil alien costume because it lets him walk which he can't normally do. Jeff, um, you're but I don't literally describing the plot of the TV show Mantis. So I probably would. I probably would like Mantis. Then uh, I don't think Sailor Moon would have had the nuance of Mantis. <laughs> yeah, that's probably oh true. man, do you guys anyway. remember Mantis? It was on right nope. after Sliders. Oh. That's why I watched a little bit of it. Oh. Oh, it was bad. Okay, it's, let's get into it's these It's gotta subreddits. be subreddits time. Yeah. We've been doing this for a goddamn hour. Okay, now, everyone who was so curious about the terrible subreddits we got- Actually, we should probably start with yours, Jeff, because yours is slightly less bad than mine. Okay, well, then we should start with yours because we might do mine. I guess that's true, but we're definitely gonna do Louise's. Okay, mine is the worst thing, which is right-wing LGBT. It is a board for people who are Republican but also gay. Uh, and, and you would think maybe maybe it focuses on uh, the hypocrisy of this or something, but no, the description says we focus on right-wing politics and discussion of the regressive left as it pertains to and damages our community. Yeesh. Uh, yep. 
the the hot post right now at the top of the board is talking about what a hero Rand Paul is, and so we are not doing this board. Yes, this will just make us boil with rage. Yep. Goodbye. I'm going to use my one lifetime veto to veto any board that talks about Rand Paul in a positive light. Do you guys ever feel a really nice uh, sort of schadenfreude about things like that, though, where someone's acting against their own interests so hard that even though they're a terrible person, you're like, yeah, but they're going to get hurt, too. And that's kind of good. You feel that way? I do until I realize that, like, if I can't convince them to, to agree with me in order to literally save their own lives from concentration camps, then, like, they're going to continue hurting me forever and nothing will ever stop them. No yeah. amount of, like, logical evidence presented to them that this is bad for them will ever stop them from doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I, um... My bad opinion in this regard is that I think Milo Yiannopoulos is pretending to be gay because he thinks it will shield it from left criticism. Uh, anyway, hmm. let's move on to a different board. <laughs> well, yeah, because he brings it up all the time, how anyone who criticizes him is a homophobe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the board I got is r slash trance, which is about trance music, uh, which is a type ah. of electronic dance music for people who love drugs. I was hoping it was going to be about mind control. Is it really about just trance music? <laughs> no, it's about yeah. trance music, sorry. Uh, it, it may be the boringest topic of a board we've ever gotten. Which is weird, because, uh, you know, normally electronic dance music is exciting, but trance specifically is the boring kind that's only interesting if you've eaten a lot of drug. Yeah, it <laughs> aims to be boring, which they succeed at, so... <laughs> that's fair. Alright, and I got our slash makeup, which is just about doing your makeup. Hooray! Here we go, this is the one. <laughs> yes, definitely this one. Unless we want to do a, a total re-roll for all of us. No, I'm not, like, yeah, this is fine. makeup isn't a bad one. Okay. What's wrong with makeup? I We're gonna see some cool people doing interesting makeup looks. We all have feelings about makeup. Mm-hmm. I don't. You've, you've been in plays. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a delicate way to mention someone's sexuality in an old-time <laughs> newspaper. <laughs> You're friends with Dorothy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a supporter of the theater. <laughs> Alright, so this board's kind of uh, blowing my mind here. I'm looking at the old board, so it should show me all the graphics possible, and there aren't any. <laughs> Are you guys also seeing this? Yes, the new Reddit and the old Reddit look identical to me. Huh. It, it is a very subtle uh, green background, like a sage green. Everything's like earth tones. So sage green background that goes from dark to one side to a very slight ombre to light on the other side. Uh, everything's sort of beige. There's like a dusty rose color, so subscribe button. Like, it's all extremely weirdly tasteful in a way that doesn't make me excited about makeup. (laughs) Uh, But it's the way that you would do makeup. It's good in that it shows that the people who are on this board care about making something look aesthetically pleasing, which is what you want Mm -hmm. out of a group that is about makeup. That's true, but what I love to see is really good macro shots of, like, pigment powders and stuff. (laughs) So why aren't there any pictures of those on the header? Well, maybe there will be in the top posts when we get there. Alright, so it's very uh, simple, just simple up and down arrows. Uh, uh, 162 users here now, 61,000 readers. Yeah, be respectful, don't put up, do not submit any memes or rage comics. Oh no, that's our bread Boo! Well, <laughs> so let's do a different board. I hate this one. <laughs> Can we do uh, Makeup Circle Jerk? Is that 
afford. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's all very uh, normal. Yep. They're also very against people selling things, which I understand on boards like this. You don't want it to be taken over with salespeople. But also, like, it's a product. So when you're talking about a product, it's really hard not to talk about how to get it. Yeah, I think as long as you're not like, if you're like, I love this brand of makeup, it, I think that would probably be okay as long as you're not like, hey, so. does anyone want to buy this brand of makeup from me? I guess so, but then it would be revealed later that someone was being paid by MAC Cosmetics, and then the boards would be like, no mention of products anymore. And then what yeah, maybe. do you do? That's possible. Uh, so this board has not as much weird Halloween spooky makeup as I expected. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you expect that? <laughs> I mean, there's some, like the second of all time, try to galaxy look is definitely sort of a costume makeup thing where this yep. person has uh, lined their face with sort of nebulas and stuff made yep. out of makeup. Is makeup the ultimate scam? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I oh, guess no, we're doing right wing LGBT. <laughs> oh, Here we go. A red uh, pill. <laughs> allow me to explain. <laughs> Please, please, please explain what you mean by that. It's very important. Makeup makeup is very bad for your skin, usually, and it gives you blemishes, and then you cover up those blemishes with makeup, and it's an endless cycle, is my point. Okay. Mm -hmm. And also, the people who wear it are trying to trick you into <laughs> yeah, <that's> prison. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yes. I don't believe that. I was. I. I hope that my voice conveyed the irony. Audience, don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at Louisa. <laughs> what? I didn't say yeah, anything. It's true. Louisa is the worst. <laughs> um. There's this one picture on here titled, it looks like it's the fourth of all time. Apparently makeup does make a huge difference, and it's a before and after photo of someone. But, two things. One, they are in different lighting, and two, she is making a different facial expression. And I think those two things, in addition to the makeup job being, you know, really solid, she did a good job on her makeup, uh, I think those two things also sort of skew it and push it to be like, I did an even better job with the makeup. Yeah, I think that's probably true. But you can see how, yeah, you can you can see what a good job the makeup is doing as well. But I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. she's also it's done her hair better in the second picture. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I, I that's this is a thing with before and after photos in like advertisements that happens all the time. Yeah, and it's like. Uh, oh, the weight loss before and after. It's like, mm -hmm. well, in the second <laughs> one... <laughs> Have you guys seen the picture, the before and after pictures with Alex Jones uh, doing oh, whatever yeah. dumb weight loss thing he <laughs> yeah. did? Where he's literally identical except very red. <laughs> <laughs> I wish... Amazing. <laughs> Oh, I wish man. that someone got him to take uh, those iron pills that turn you purple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Colloidal silver. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Blue. And that'll do it for the rest of your life. I've seen a guy. It doesn't go away. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's uh, I think he's like a, a congressman or like a state senator or something. Uh, ridiculous. All right. There, there's um the, the third of all time is Kat Von D alternative suggestion. Yes. And I'm glad to see that up there because I, I wasn't. Yeah. Also, also me because Kat Von D's liquid eyeliner, tattoo liner, is so good. And what I do now, because I hate her, of course, is I use my Sephora points to get it for free because I don't want to give money. But there is nothing comparable to that. Now, of course, we all hate Kat Von D because of the obvious reasons. And those <laughs> obvious reasons are... She's an anti-vaxxer. Okay, good. She's Got it. dressed up as a Nazi for a party. <laughs> 
great. Okay, I literally don't think I've thought about Kat Von D since that L.A. Inc. show or whatever, yeah. so yeah. I did not know that we should hate her, but I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you had expanded the post, it does say... Mm-hmm. Um, um, I don't understand the number one of all time, though. Hiring makeup artists scam. And it's a long paragraph that I don't feel like reading. It's about how makeup gives you blemishes and then you use it (laughs) to cover it up. And it's the ultimate scam. Uh, I also... Makeup artists shares two words yes. uh, with the phrase, uh, the the term pickup artist, which is abbreviated PUA. And yes. so when I saw MUAs, I'm like, is that some kind of? Oh no, makeup artist. Okay, but then my brain is still doing it. Yeah. Also, yeah, the same thing happened to me. And even though it's not even just the letters that are the same, those words are the same except for the yeah. And still, yep. it's impossible to make the distinction. <laughs> so. I'm looking through these posts. I saw one that says, this is what I did instead of having Easter dinner this evening, uh, which is a picture of a man wearing some very fun pastel makeups. And I think it looks really cool. And I I really like it. Um, But this is bringing up something that I've been trying to figure out lately, and I'd like to get you guys' opinion on it. Because of the cultural like connotations, is there a way for a man to wear makeup that doesn't look drag queen-y? Uh, I think you could go the route that a lot of punk artists do, where you put it on as if you don't care. You know, but you have to like do the careful "I don't care" kind yeah. of thing. So I'm for the audience who doesn't know this already. I'm trying to do a sort of a, a gender androgynous costume for a, an event I'm going to later this year, and I'm trying to come up with some really good ways to walk the fine line between genders to make my character extra interesting. Um, you gonna keep that mustache? <laughs> I am, but I'm going to like put curlers in it and have it be like really styled. Is okay. my thought. Um, The thing to avoid is contouring on your cheeks. That is what makes someone look like a drag queen. Yeah, I guess. I The thing is, I really want to do some elaborate eye makeup stuff, but mm. I feel like eyeshadow is one of those areas that if it's noticeable, it's too much. You know what I mean? But if you stick to mm. like, if you if you wanted it to be non, uh, what's attributed to being feminine, I don't quite know how to say these things, but if you want it to be that, uh, stick, if you stay away from things that are glittery and you keep it to like blacks and grays, you'll probably be fine. Yeah, yeah, I think black black eyeshadow and black eye uh, black lipstick would uh, be a really sharp and androgynous look. Perhaps. I, what I the thing is, I don't want to do if I'm gonna do makeup, I don't want to do makeup in a way that's like my character is ashamed or afraid of doing makeup or like afraid of using color. I but also I don't want it to be that the character's trying to look like a woman. I don't know. I guess yeah. maybe black is just the only thing to do. But purples it, are I, good for that though too, because purple can oh, also. True be like a natural color like you if your eyes are sunken they'll look kind of purple anyway yeah what if you just google androgynous makeup and do whatever the results are yeah i could just do ziggy stardust lightning bolts on my cheeks or whatever <laughs> uh-huh yeah there it is the th- the thing is if you want it to you have to make sure the character looks like they're wearing makeup mm-hmm. uh but you also don't want it to look like they're wearing makeup so yeah i could see how that is a hard line to balance because i googled androgynous makeup and it's almost entirely androgynous people with makeup meant to make them look like they have a natural face 
look up uh, Billy Joe Armstrong. <laughs> Just do that. Yeah. No, that no. is actually good advice. <laughs> I don't want to look like Billy Joe Armstrong, though. But get He just does look. black eyeliner and sometimes black lipstick or something. Yeah, but he's gross. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, Gerard Way? I want to I want to look like another somebody- he doesn't do lipstick at all. Huh. Well, he does a white lipstick, I believe, to make his lips look paler. Here's a, here's mm. a good way that I've been thinking about this and it's something that I've actually obviously everyone can interpret things their own way and so it's fine the way that people do it, but it's not what I think of when I think of people cosplaying as Taco from Adventure Zone um because a lot of people do a lot of makeup to make him look very draggy and I've always thought of it as like he would he would want to look fabulous, but not particularly feminine. I'm sorry, it, your audio cut out for me entirely with whatever the person is that you're talking about. Oh, ta- Taco, probably. Taco? Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Cut out for me too. <laughs> I was like, can I figure it out from context, please? <laughs> nope, I can't. <laughs> I think the Gerard Way tip is good too because he does like sort of like reds and oranges under the eye which it's i don't know it's i mean did in like 2004 when he was still in a punk rock band and not you know a grown-up now this (laughs) is a guy who was in a punk rock band from the early 2000s so i have to ask does he trade in child pornography in any way what you remember what are you talking about talked about it on this show the thing came out that like 13 uh lost lost profits from these bands I can't yeah. you're talking every time you talk over me I can't hear what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Anyway, the guy from like something, My Chemical Romance or something, nope. or now do had sex with 13-year-old girls and <laughs> That's stuff. That's who we're talking about. Lost Prophets is the band you're thinking of. Okay. Well, whatever I that thought is. it was I thought it was like Kings of Leon or something and then someone corrected me it's Lost Prophets. Yeah. Anyway, my point is I'm pretty sure most of those dudes were gross perverts and I don't want to look like them. No, I think it was just this one dude. Uh, and then Jared Leto, but you know, you don't have to look like him either. <laughs> He's no he's like he just like his in his music career he just made himself look like a knockoff Gerard Way. <laughs> hmm. I really like how a lot of these makeup looks are. I, I guess this is the opposite of what Jeff said earlier, but I like how they're not so costumey because it's very easy to find costume makeup everywhere. But like even the Galaxy look one is obviously not like day to day makeup, but it's not a specific costume, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. something you could wear to like a nightclub for a, a, a big dance thing. Yeah, and there's a few, like there's a mermaid one down below that's just like a girl who has pink hair and she did like a weird sort of blue spots pattern that looks like a fish and it's like, this isn't a mermaid costume, it's just a it's just a cool look. Yeah. Double winged and sparkly. Double yeah. winged and sparkly for grad is another cool one that, that incorporates. Cool. That's, that's like a, a cool, like very um, done up evening look. Like you could totally yeah. wear that to grad, like they're saying. But I some don't of them think are I so th- interestingly creaturey that it's. I think it would be hard to wear this out in public. <laughs> I don't think I could wear this because wouldn't it make your eyelids feel terrible forever? Would you not the whole night be like, ah, oh, there's something on my eye? Yes. Y- you learn to get over that. If you wear a lot of mascara, you can kind of learn to train yourself not to feel it. I'm less concerned about that the mascara part than the like rhinestones or whatever that she has glued onto her eyelid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is an interesting it's like 
a very sort of subtle addition to an ensemble, but definitely requires so much time, effort, and skill. Yes. Yeah, it takes forever to do makeup well, and I don't, I usually don't wear very much makeup, but, uh, man, (laughs) to do it like you want to do it takes so much longer than you think it's going to do. So now can we talk about some of the very bad makeup that's on here? Because it's (laughs) also my cat, (laughs) my cat Halloween makeup. (laughs) Yep, that's one of them. It looks like Somebody was auditioning for cats and did a very bad job. Yeah. Oh no, I'm clicking through to some of the other pictures and boy, yep. uh, gosh. I mean, it's elaborate, I'll give them that. Yeah, and they said it's their yeah. attempt at a non-skanky cat costume, so they didn't want to just like draw on some whiskers and be like a sexy lady, but it's very weird. <laughs> yes, it's mostly blackface. <laughs> Yeah, that's the danger you run into doing uh, any kind of makeup of this style. If you want to be a dark elf or a black cat. Yeah. Uh, There's also one a little further down that says, that's called uh, First Time Doing Halloween Makeup on Myself Broken China Doll. Mm -hmm. And it's this look that I've seen, I I feel like it's only gotten very popular in the last like five years or whatever, but the Mm -hmm. costume of like a woman dressing as a doll, like a China doll. And that's fine. I think that's a cool costume and I think it's it's nice and a little bit spooky, which is what I want out of a Halloween costume. But this person, first of all, is not very good at drawing cracks. And That's second true. of all, has drawn so many cracks on their face. It's like half cracks. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, One I've seen crack. some where it's just sort of cracks coming up around the edges, and that's a cool look, but this is yeah. a little a little bit Dalmatian-y, because there's too yes. many black spots. Oh, man. Um, why is porcelain sometimes referred to as China? Because uh, it's popu- uh, it was popular in China, and that's like where it came from, and that's why people started calling it China. That's wild to me. It's like <laughs> if we called spaghetti Italy. <laughs> yeah. You don't? <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoops. I guess some people might do that. <laughs> Uh, I will say it's weird. Okay, this is so off topic, but do you guys ref- do you guys refer to pasta as noodles? Never. I was tweeting about this the other day. <laughs> yeah, because uh, some people do. Yeah, that's fine. And like it, it it is fine. And I pasta really- is a type of noodles. Yeah, but like if I ever said I want noodles, I'm talking about like probably some kind of Asian noodles or egg but- noodles. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania Dutch. Maybe- yeah, maybe. Maybe, but like, how do you how do you refer to an individual piece of a lasagna thing? A sheet of lasagna. <laughs> That's lasagna a sheet to slab. you. Yes. What about an individual spaghetti piece? Uh, strand. Yeah, strand. Really? Mm-hmm. Listen, huh. I'm I'm not saying that what you, that the other way is wrong. I'm just saying that it was surprising to me when I think Jen was said it to me, and I was like, "Well, yeah, it is a noodle. You're right." <laughs> like, I yeah. just never think of it that way. I, I don't really I, mind um, it, but I don't really <laughs> like it either. I don't do it very much, but it came up because uh, someone on a Facebook group for food that I was in was like we're it one of the Facebook groups I'm in is about all those recipes online that are like this is chocolate lasagna or something where it's just like you made a layered thing and you called it lasagna and then someone brought up like well what is a lasagna and I was like it's a casserole made with lasagna noodles that's a lasagna and I don't know what else I would refer to those as if not noodles in that situation well, that's fine I think I mean sure 
People were very upset at me for saying the phrase lasagna noodles. (laughs) Well, it does sound like a racial slur, a little bit. If you said they were a bunch of lasagna noodles. Yeah, look at this bunch of lasagna noodles. I would assume it was just some new racism I didn't know yet. They're just not wide enough to be sheets to me, I guess. Which race are we talking about? (laughs) God. Italians. (laughs) Uh, Oh. Also, noodles, uh, pasta and noodles, fine. I will concede that completely. I will never concede that you can call red tomato sauce gravy. Fuck you, Italian-American community. (laughs) You cannot call it gravy. I I never call it gravy. We're crossing some lines here. (laughs) I will stand to that. You cannot call it gravy. You are wrong. I agree, the distinction, like a, I agree with you, Louisa, but I'm not going to go as far as to say fuck an entire race of people. I didn't say that. I, I said the Italian-American <laughs> community. <laughs> Just the community of people. It's a smaller group. Okay, fair I, enough. I think the distinction is that it's gravy when it's homemade, but also, no. I don't care. It's always tomato sauce to me. Also, it's not gravy. Gravy is a thickened meat juices sauce. Yeah, but don't you know, Louisa, words don't mean anything anymore. Yeah, we found that out, right? <laughs> they just mean some things and it's fine. What was oh, it we here's were talking a- about? Oh, the other day when we were, it was a few episodes ago, we were talking about how people say that a community should allow anyone who wants to join to join, which is literally the opposite of the word community. Anyway. Yep. This is a fun one on the second page. It's a YouTube video of a makeup artist and the title is Somehow This Asian Girl Manages to Use Makeup to Look Exactly Like Jennifer Lawrence. And while I think that that is fun and cool, it would have been a subversive work of art if she did Scarlett Johansson or Emma Stone instead. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, boy, I don't want to just sit here silently watching this video, but I really do want to see her transformation. Uh, you say this is on the second page? Uh, oh, it might be, it might be the third. I think it's the second. It's the second. Uh, I'm looking yeah. for it now. I started it- the video, but it was super loud, so I turned it off. <laughs> Oh, I muted it immediately so that I would be able to still hear you guys talking. It's like she's covering her whole face first, and then, I mean, I guess because she has to be a different skin tone to achieve this transformation look. It's um interesting. I like when people do these full transformations. Yeah, I've seen... Like, uh, uh, sorry, I've seen a woman who was a cosplayer do um, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Ooh. And she does it so well, you can't believe that she's the same, like, cute girl who was the (laughs) one who, at the beginning of the video. But, ah, amazing. Do you guys do, like, makeup for Halloween costumes and stuff ever? Yes. I haven't in a while, because it's a pain in the ass. I did, a couple years ago, I did a, a, like, a classic devil look, where I was wearing a suit and I had a red head and horns and stuff, Um, and I found this makeup brand called... Well, oh, wait, we're not allowed to sell brands of makeup on this board, is that right? Uh, we're not on the board, we're on our own podcast. <laughs> yeah, you can do whatever you want. Say it on the podcast, we'll hold ourselves hostage for them to give us advertising <laughs> yeah. money. We're yes. gonna ban you from the podcast if you break any of the <laughs> subreddit rules while we're talking about a subreddit. Oh man, that would be a fun uh, addition to this show if we, had, if we had to live by the rules of the subreddit, whatever it was. Live by the so, rules, die by the rules. Yeah, all of our comments have to be related to Guitar Circle Jerk or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, um, there's this brand of makeup called Mehron, M-E-H-R-O-N. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, when I got it, I was just, I got it because it was reviewed well online, and I put it on, and I was so furious that I had tried to do costumes with any other kind of makeup in the past. Because <laughs> like, I did I did a skull head for something a, a few years ago, and it didn't, it took so long, and smudged immediately, and was so difficult, and then this stuff is like, okay, you just use any brush and a little bit of water, and just slap it on, it goes on perfectly and easily, and then it stays on all night. It was amazing. Huh. Yeah, it's kind of, it, it's really frustrating because I, I do like makeup and I buy things. It's frustrating to try something new that's quite expensive, like a little sample of it, and go, oh, fuck, I have to buy this forever now, because it's so <laughs> much better than anything I was using before. Yep. W- <sighs> would you would you include uh, different kinds of hair colorings in the category of makeup? Mm, probably mm. not. Yeah, probably not, but I'm happy to discuss them now. I won't bang I mean, that's board if you want to talk that, about them. <laughs> that's just the only thing I've ever done for a costume. A few years ago, I was a character with pink hair when I went to Comic-Con. Now oh, I don't yes. have any hair, so I don't think I'll ever do it again in the future. But You should you know, dye maybe. your beard, though. Oh, people, yeah. have suggested th- people have suggested this to me. Uh, I would have to bleach it first for any colors to show up, and that seems like it would be extremely bad for my face. <laughs> Did <Probably>. you? <laughs> I mean, they sell kits for bleaching facial hair like you can get my mouth is right there that. though yeah well don't drink it <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't make that promise yeah. Matt. <laughs> don't lick your lips constantly like you do <laughs> Mm, yeah, well, I have to ever since, uh, do you want to hear how I got these scars? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh, ten, ye- ten years since that movie came out, huh? Yep. Um, but you should, have you seen those videos that some company came out with this past, it might have been from before this past Christmas, but I saw it this past Christmas, the uh, beard Christmas tree decorating kits? I hate it. I hate <laughs> no, it by your description greatest. of it, and I don't even yeah. know what it is. It's the greatest. <laughs> it comes with a bottle of, like, spray, spray on hair color to make your beard green, no! and then a bunch of like glitter and little no! lights and things to hang in your beard. It's great! It's such a no, bad you're idea! you're the wrong ones. Uh. You're the wrong ones. It's a great <laughs> no, idea. No, I got to the Listen, end of this. You were just talking about how it would be so terrible to feel rhinestones on your eyelid. Yeah. If you had sticky paint in your beard, that's a million times worse. Louisa, I ate ribs for dinner. I have <laughs> sticky paint in my beard right now and always. Yeah, but it's not also giving you toxic fumes directly into your nose. Yeah, but don't you want to be very high for all your Christmas parties? <laughs> that does sound pretty good. <laughs> I finally got to the end of this Jennifer Lawrence transformation, and uh, did we talk about deep fakes on this show? Because that's what this looks like. It looks like she CGI'd replaced her face with Jennifer Lawrence's face. It's really upsetting. (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely, like, a moment of, like, a hard cut when she puts on her wig, and it makes you be like, is this the same person? (laughs) Yeah, I think in that hard cut, she put in blue contact. Yeah. Because she has blue contacts after the cut. Mm. A couple below that is my witch-inspired look, and it's pretty good. It's not what you would expect from a witch, which I would think like purples and reds. She goes with some greens and yellows, like a sort of classic Wizard of Oz witch. It's like smoky around framing the face, and then the lips and eyes have a little bit of green and yellow in them. Yeah, yeah, I I very much like that look of 
like almost plasticky shininess and like it looks stenciled on and like i don't know obviously that's not a look you would want if you were going for natural, but it's very cool when you, it's a it's a costume thing. Yeah, this person looks like a pencil drawing, and I think that that is a cool thing to achieve in real life. Yeah. I also like the ombre effect on her lips, where they're black around the outside, and then they're green and yellow towards the center. Yep. Mm-hmm. She also looks a little bit like a huge fan of a Brazilian soccer team. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so, I think this is my favorite makeup look that we've seen, actually, on this board. What, now this that I'm wit- clicking The witch? Yeah, the mm. witch-inspired one. Do you? Do either of you have a favorite? Mm, mm. I do like that one. I like. Um, I like kind of like the uh, the grad or whatever. Uh, I love. Oh uh, yeah, that one was pretty good. Yeah. Oh uh, wow! It only it only took until the second page to find someone dressed as the Joker. <laughs> it's a pretty <laughs> yeah. good one, though. It's a pretty good. Joker, yeah, it's a pretty good guy. Joker. Very uh, Dark Knight inspired. Something that alarms me for most of these eye looks, and most models will do this too, is coloring your waterline with eyeliner. Yeah. Which my optometrist said to never, ever, ever do, and I never do it, and it really upsets me to see <laughs> these people who have done it. What part of your body is that? Uh, if you were to close your eyes, the parts of your eyelid that touch each other, like inside oh. your eyelashes, that's Weird. your waterline. And a lot of people put eyeliner on there so you don't see any pink between the eye and the makeup. I thought that's what eyeliner was for. <laughs> nope. Uh, it can be, but the thing is, because it's it's called your waterline, uh, your tears do get on there. Uh, it washes off pretty fast, so people who put makeup there, uh, they tend to blink it around a lot, and sometimes you see little bits of it floating in their eyeball, uh, and they no. don't care for that either. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely some of that going on in photo 5 of 7 for this person. (laughs) Yikes. So, at the bottom of the second page, there's a post that says, My first post here, I took a shot at some Harley Quinn makeup for Halloween, what do you think? (laughs) And I like this look a lot, because it has like a weird sort of cyberpunk look to it. It's it's not Harley Quinn at all. (laughs) Like, there's nothing about this that says Harley Quinn to me, and in fact, until I read that title again, I didn't realize that that's what it was. With a costume, I might realize, because it does have the diamonds and the red and black, but just the makeup look by itself, I'm like, uh, what are you, the, well, the queen, of, the uh, red queen from Alice in Wonderland? What's... It but- looks like, it looks like you know, in certain sci-fi things when people get, like, a techno-virus? And yes. Like, uh-huh. I want, and I, I think that's very cool. I was hoping that's what it was, but apparently yeah, she's it's, got, it's not. She's, got, to, she's infected by the phalanx. Yes. To be fair, if she was wearing a Harley Quinn costume, then any eye makeup she would have done, you would have been like, true. yeah, that's Harley Quinn. Yep. <laughs> The thing that bothers me about this makeup look, I do like the the circuit board effect on the eyes. What I don't like is that the eyebrow she drew on in red is visibly not aligned with her actual yes. eyebrow, which is still on her face. Yeah, you gotta glue stick that shit down. You either well, you either have to like get rid of the natural eyebrow, or the f- one that you draw on has to be an extension of it. Well, you no, can't just draw a new eyebrow on. There's the third option, which is what I was saying, where you put, like, glue stick on it, and then you put foundation on it to cover up that there's oh, an I eyebrow see. there. Mm-hmm. That's mm. that's the thing that I learned from my friends who did drag shows in college. Interesting. Yeah, I've yep. heard that, too. Uh, yeah, but showing your eyebrow and then also a weird other eyebrow is a bit strange. Can't do two eyebrows. <laughs> One eyebrow only. Although... <sighs> 
it, it would be a cool thing to do if you wanted to be like an alien pretending to be a human for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. To just have like two uh, two sets of eyebrows and see who notices. Didn't oh, the, I am um, surprised the Gelflings have two sets of eyebrows in Red Dwarf? Yeah, maybe. I was trying to remember. I knew there was an alien race from somewhere. Maybe <laughs> yeah. that's it. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm no, surprised it was, the, that... it was the simulants. Oh, don't, right. Don't at us, guys. It was the simulants, right. not You're the right. Gelflings. Yes. I'm surprised I haven't seen in the top posts any of the optical illusion makeup where it's like someone paints on another eye right under their eye and it makes you kind of dizzy to look at. Yeah, well, the the second post of all time is a person doing optical illusion of unzipping their face to show their skull underneath. <laughs> yeah, but that's, uh, that's like spooky. I don't want to look at it because gross, but I don't want to not look at it because it's giving me a headache. <laughs> Wait, I, you don't want to not look at it because it's giving you a headache to not look at it? I'm confused. Hold on. So, the optical illusion I'm talking about is where they double their facial features so it looks, like, blurry, and yes. you're a little confused. The one you're talking about is where they make it look like yeah. they're, they've gotten hurt very well, badly. Know. It's just the sentences you said were, I don't want to look at it because it's spooky. But yes, I, I know. not look at it because it gives me a headache. It gives you a headache to not look at it? is what you said, and I'm confused by that. Words are... Well, that's why I said it again in a different way, so that you couldn't <laughs> be confused, even if it was on purpose. I refuse to not be confused. <laughs> I see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, there's a pretty good Chitara makeup on the fourth page, going back to what we were talking about earlier. Yep. That's uh, Thundercats, right? See, yep. here's also the thing. People definitely have sexual fantasies about those cartoons from the 80s. Is anyone having sexual fantasies about the ones now? I think not. Oh god, what if, oh man, what if I, the kids hope that, not. that grow up now have the weirdest perversions? Yeah. Oh, they're gonna be oh. so into, like, potato-bodied uh, blobs. <laughs> Maybe some of those Adventure Time princesses, probably. That show, like, that show is generally uh, completely non-horny, but sometimes they make the princesses flirt with each other, and I that is probably like that. confusing oh, some I teenagers. don't like that modern stuff for kids has to be, we're never gonna mention sex. These kids are all sexless automatons, but also maybe <laughs> girls will kiss each other. Hee hee hee. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, Finn tries to date princesses in that, but, you know, he has to get over his own stuff. I first. think uh, this is something that I hadn't thought about until right now, but 100% garbage princess is going to fuck some girls up for real, though. <laughs> which one's that? Yeah, she's which one's that? <laughs> she's the one. Oh, no. She, what is she? Rag princess? I can't remember the name, but she's she lives in a, in a garbage dump and she's got... <laughs> like shards of glass for a crown and she's got like, oh a yes face. raggedy princess mm, is it raggedy princess well anyway she's, she's basically like, a sock puppet yeah but she's always like ha 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 i love you finn ha ha and then like if somebody throws her in like a, a dumpster she's like ha ha that's okay like oh no this is a bad mm. attitude to teach people to have towards people oh. they're attracted to <laughs> But I, I love her because she's one of the various Maria Bamford characters on Adventure Time. Okay. I, I didn't <laughs> I realize you had so much affection for Maria Bamford. <laughs> yeah. I like to hear her vo I like to hear her voice in things because it's like you can always tell it's her, even though she's not using her normal speaking voice ever. Yeah, that's true. I don't really I don't care like for her. her affected yeah. voice. It, it makes me think too much of emo Phillips. <laughs> 
Oh man, he's probably been on Adventure Time too, right? I would think so. But yeah. if he uses real voice, he'd never be able to tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. He has. He has been on well, Adventure Time. If you like listening to our real voices, then please come back next time. And in the meantime, rate and review us on iTunes and tell all your friends about us. We very much appreciate it whenever anyone does that. If you want to get in touch with us, you can tweet at us uh, at SeeingReddit on Twitter. You can email us SeeingReddit at gmail.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Kamikaze Pilot. I'm on Twitter, J3FK, Snapchat, and Instagram, JeffJK, WeaponizeLanguage.com for all of the episodes of this show and my other show, Creepy Podsta. Um, that's all my stuff, right? Oh, Patreon.com slash JeffJK. One dollar a month gets you bonus things for this thing and for the other thing. So you accidentally said Snapchat, and now I'm wondering if we can start a Snapchat <laughs> where we would uh, hybridize It's four, 4chan for Snapchat. <laughs> Two things that are popular, but then they're ours and we get the money. <laughs> Is this popular? Yeah. It's I mean, gonna be a Snapchat where everyone posts anonymously. <laughs> Like, Snapchat is already disgustingly horny, and then to make it also full of the worst dregs of human perversions, like 4chan, I think we And 4chan be- already disappears after a limited amount of time, so <laughs> they both already do what the other thing yeah, does. Uh, where's our slice of the pie here, though? <laughs> Alright, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird or on Instagram, Louise Heron. Thanks to everyone who's been tweeting about us. Thanks to Pat, uh... Nope, po- you fucked it up! Sorry. Uh, Pip, plop, sleep, plop. Thanks to, uh, Pokemaniac Steph. Thank thanks you. to Sugar Sugar High Senpai. Uh, and thanks to Dusty Gulch. Thank you. And Saki3. Thank you. Uh, you guys are all great. And all I right. see s- some new names in here, and that makes me very excited. So for everyone thanks, new everybody. who's joining, you kick ass also. But anyone from now on can suck a dick. <laughs> This is the line. I mean, they could have before, too. Yeah, that's true. Whatever you want to do, man. We're holding ourselves hostage until more people listen, or the people who already listen love us more, I guess. Or everyone Mm -hmm. buys Meron makeup products, I think. (laughs) I lost the thread a little bit. Yeah, at me if you know of a better liner than tattoo liner, but do not fuck around with me here. Do not tell me Stila or Urban Decay, because I've tried them, and they were terrible. How about uh, the Rihanna one that everyone likes? Mm, I haven't heard about it, which Fenty? makes me suspicious. Uh, I, well, I, I'm not sure about the quality of the different makeup products, but I know that people like quantity, it because... oh man. <laughs> Actually, yes, people, it comes in so many you different shades that people are like, awesome. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, maybe look at that. <laughs> okay. Don't hold me uh, don't thanks. hold me accountable if it's bad. <laughs> thanks to everyone uh, who's been um, voting in our fantasy casting poll. This week it was Marvin the Martian, uh, and it was Louisa's choice of yeah. Ken Jeong who won. Hooray. Good job. Well, maybe. <laughs> it's, <laughs> the poll's not over, we don't know. Well, if if not Ken Jeong, then it would be the second place vote, which is mine, Nathan Lane. <laughs> yeah! Uh, third place is Bill Hader, which was uh, Jeff's, and fourth place, the wild card, and also the correct answer, we all agreed, was Tom Kinney from Spongebob Squarepants and Mr. Show. Wow, I'm surprised that you went with Spongebob first as his first well, credit. Well, the reason that he's perfect for Marvin the Martian is because of he his talent yeah. as Spongebob. Um, okay, well, thanks everyone for coming by. Please come back next week. But in the meantime, I want you all to know that now you're playing with Superpower. Don't read the comments. Mm, hang in there, baby. 
Okay. Yeah. What were we just talking about? I wanted to say something. Fuck, what was it? About it's gone. Rihanna's makeup line? No. Although, about- have you ever noticed if you look at something, you're like, maybe I want to try this. If it's too cheap, you're like, well, this is obviously garbage. <laughs> yes. No, that's never happened to me. <laughs> I've been like, oh, it's cheap and I want to try it? Amazing. 